Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. Let's go around the rest of the NFL with our good buddy that runs profootballtalk.com. You see him every Sunday night, football night in America. He is Mike Florio on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline here on Sean and Bobby. Good morning, Mike. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you guys today? Doing pretty well. I, I want to start off with the overall quality of the league. You're obviously covering it every day. You're on the most popular TV show in America. But we've been sitting here throughout the season, Mike, and I know you've tracked quarterback changes and the amount of injuries, and we're saying it for college as well. It's like, is this and the primetime games, no offense, we're just like, does this feel like lower quality of football this season? How, what do you think? It does, but it's not affecting the bottom line. The ratings <laughs> right. are the highest they've been since 2015. Last year, when the officials were developing a quick trigger on roughing the passer calls, they put Troy Vincent on the ESPN Sunday morning pregame show to explain in a way that I thought was very troubling because I think there should be a firewall between football and business but basically, hey, we need to keep these quarterbacks healthy because the most watched shows on TV are football games. And if the starting quarterbacks are injured, that's not going to be the case. Well, they found out this year it is going to be the case, even if it's a bunch of backup quarterbacks, 55 or more starting quarterbacks so far this year. Some teams, Browns and Vikings specifically, have had four different starters. And the games continue to be consumed like none other. I mean, look at what we're going to see on Saturday. Jake Browning and quite possibly Mason Rudolph, unless Kenny Pickett's able to play for the Steelers. It'll be a big number on, on NBC. And Bill's Chargers, Easton Stick playing for the Chargers. That'll be a big number on Peacock, the first ever Peacock exclusive game. We're going to watch football, especially as we get toward the end of the season. I think football fans have an appreciation that there aren't many games left. We better enjoy them while we can. Is the referee topic same old, same old every year, or it's reached a point where something actually has to be done? Here's the problem. And I listened very intently to Jerry Jones when he was on your show a couple of weeks ago. Thank you. Downplaying the fact that an NFL head coach told me it's time for the owners to take control of this process. Jerry's attitude that basically the two teams agree that this is the way it is, even if 
the official is half blind, to use Jerry's quote. <laughs> that doesn't work anymore because of the fact that the NFL has jumped into bed with the sports books and is profiting in the multiple millions of dollars from just allowing the sports books to use the names and the logos of the NFL and its teams. It's broader now than the two teams involved. There are, and I don't want to use the word victims in you know the normal sense, but there are people who are victimized by these bad calls because they have made wagers under the assumption that the officials won't be, to use Jerry's words, half blind, that they won't get calls wrong. And the NFL spent years fighting against the legalization of gambling by explaining, and there are quotes from Roger Goodell on this point, if you have legalized gambling on a widespread basis, normal incidents of the game, drop passes, bad calls, coaching decisions, et cetera, you're going to have people who think the fix is in when you have legalized gambling. And I hear that more than ever now from fans. I don't believe that it happens. I don't think the NFL, frankly, is competent enough to pull it off. Now, one of these days, we're going to find out there was a Tim Donahue floating around somewhere. Maybe yeah. we will. But the idea that people believe there is some sort of corruption, that's problematic for the NFL. And the NFL has seen that coming for years. But they've decided, screw it, when in Rome, we're going to go ahead and grab the money because we can't stop this flow of, of legalized gambling. Talking with Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Mike, did. Did Aaron Rodgers play the Jets at all, do you think? Or do you think they were eyes wide open and kind of went along with this narrative that, oh, yeah, it's a reality. He could be back any, any day now. They, they did the deal with the devil back in March, and they knew that, that it was going to lead into places where it was going to look like Aaron Rodgers runs the show. He does what he wants. They let him do what he wants. They signed several of his friends. Nathaniel Hackett was pre-hired to be the offensive coordinator. He's got the most job security of any coach in any sport in the universe. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. He's not going to be scrutinized because Aaron Rodgers is coming back. The only question I have is whether or not Aaron Rodgers is up to something by way of a possible upgrade from Robert Sala to a Mike Tomlin because it feels like Tomlin's time in Pittsburgh is moving toward an end. There's been nothing concrete or tangible in that regard, wow. and I don't think the Steelers would fire him, but he's got one year left on his contract, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, if not multiple somebodies, commanders, Panthers, Chargers, Bears, this guy can coach and he can change your culture. And there are plenty of teams out there that need it. And I think there's going to be at least one call made. I don't know that, but common sense tells me there's going to be at least one call made to the Steelers just to see if there's an opening there to pull off the kind of deal that doesn't happen often enough in the NFL where you can try to essentially trade for another team's head coach. Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com on the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline, and we covered that story from your colleague Peter King yesterday. Are you going to blast the Steelers for this possibility? Like, what sense does this make? Why would, to me, Tomlin's Hall of Fame stock went up with the crap he's dealt with after Roethlisberger than maybe some of the disappointment of those Big Ben teams not going far enough or getting through New England? Why why would they get rid of him? Well, I don't think they would want to get rid of him. I think that they revel in this idea that they've had three coaches since 1969. Hell, there have been more popes since 1969 than Steelers coaches. I, I think that we might be getting to the point where Tomlin has decided he's had enough. Ed Bouchette, who covered the Steelers for decades with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and then finished his career with the Athletic, he was on radio in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. He said that Art Rooney II, the owner of the team, 
ordered Tomlin to fire Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. And most fans would say good, but from Tomlin's perspective, you're one year away from becoming a coaching free agent. And we never see it happen where a coach's contract expires and he says to the world, I'm going to go wherever I want to go. The closest we come with Sean Payton, who, who left the Saints, waited a year, and basically went wherever he wanted to go. But I'm talking about completely unfettered, unrestricted free agent coach. That never happens. Tomlin's a year away from that. The question is, would the Steelers, recognizing that maybe Tomlin wants to change the scenery, take what they can get and move on, and they still wouldn't have fired a coach, it would have been the coach deciding to go elsewhere. Do you think Mike McCarthy has already earned a contract extension here in Dallas, or do you think it's completely dependent on what happens in January? I think it completely depends on what happens in January. We've had two straight years where there were strange decisions that contributed to those losses of the 49ers in the postseason. The the effort to run the quarterback draw without properly coaching the execution of the play to allow for the umpire to get through and touch the ball before they spiked it. And then last year, whatever was going to happen when Zeke in his last snap with the team played center and Kevontae Turpin got blown up before they could even start whatever this was going to be. Those are both on McCarthy. And now the play calling's on him. Everything's on him. If and when there's a failure in the playoffs that that traces directly back to McCarthy, that's when it could all fall apart. And I'm going to tell you guys something that is not a report, okay? It's just something to keep an eye on. And I know that there are folks in New England who have an eye on this possibility. And most people I talk to about it say there's no way in hell it would ever happen. But if we're looking – at the future of Bill Belichick, and we're looking at the non-playoff teams, we're looking in the wrong place. There's a belief in New England that one of the teams that loses in the playoffs is potentially going to say, you know what, we got everything we need. We just need a better coach. And there's a better coach available. Let's call the Patriots and let's get Bill Belichick, who seems to be on the way out, and maybe will have been fired by then. I don't know how this is going to end in New England. It feels like they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to get rid of him, but they want to get someone to trade for him. And I don't think that's going to be sustainable because Belichick won't go along with it. Anyway, my point is this. I, I just think we need to keep an eye on what might happen if the Cowboys flame out, if it's pinned back to McCarthy and Belichick is available. As crazy as it sounds, it's not impossible that Belichick would be on Jerry's radar screen. If, if, if the playoff loss is clearly pinnable to McCarthy. But why do you think that could ever work here with Belichick personnel issues, Jerry control issues? I mean, why, why, why could that be a marriage? Well, when you look back to some of the quotes from Belichick before the Patriots and the Cowboys played this year, very effusive about Steven and Jerry and what they've done with that team. And I think Bill Belichick sufficiently self-aware of his limitations when it comes to putting a team together. And look, he coached Lawrence Taylor. What, what team has the closest thing to Lawrence Taylor in today's NFL? The Cowboys. Mm. What team has the pieces in place that would allow a great head coach to come in and try to try to take it to where it hasn't been in a very long time? It's Belichick. And for the second time, he would be going to a place where Bill Parcells failed to get to the top of the mountain. In New England, Parcells went to a Super Bowl, didn't win it. Belichick won six. 
in Dallas, Parcells never got to the NFC Championship game. Belichick could come in and do that. I don't think he wants to go somewhere. And nobody knows what he wants because he's never going to say it. All he does is speak in, you know, grunts and snorts. But <laughs> I, oh, he, is he going to want to go to a team that's going to take three, four years to rebuild? Or would he be attracted to a place where he could go in and win right away, just like Tom Brady did when he left? He went to the place. He handpicked the place where he went to go win right away, and it worked. I just think that, that if we're looking at the non-playoff teams, we're looking in the wrong spot. The Belichick future is more likely to be tied to a team that has a playoff roster but doesn't believe it has a Super Bowl coach. But, Mike, even though I hear what you're saying, and you know how this team is every freaking year, it's, you know, hype, disappointment, but we think it's all there. The Chargers are a non-playoff team, but could they could they break through the mold of what you're talking about? With Bill. Possibly. Possibly. When they blew out Tom Telesco along with Brandon Staley, that created the impression that they're willing to do whatever they have to do. Now, will they spend whatever they have to spend? They're going into a new quarter of a billion-dollar practice facility, so they are spending. The question is, how much will they spend on a coach? And and really, what does Belichick want by way of personnel power? Because Bill Belichick, the GM, is not good. Right. Bill Belichick, the coach... You know, even during the, the years of greatness, the coach was making up for the shortcomings of the GM. And if he's in a spot where he's willing to say, I don't need to shop for the groceries. We, we already have a pantry that is stocked. I don't need to run to the store. But Mike, do you really do think that, he's, but do you really think he's capable of that? I think that going three and 11 so far, you know, it's got to be humbling. It's got to be. At some point, I mean, when you look at what the Patriots have been since Tom Brady left, at what point do you not take a long look in the mirror and say, how much of this is my fault? Where are my shortcomings? What can I do differently? I know how to coach this team. I just, you know, look, and I don't know whether it's drafting. I don't know whether it's drafting and developing. They've made bad decisions in the draft. They haven't had great players. And the question is how self-aware and how willing and how much is he willing to swallow his ego in order to put himself on track to win more Super Bowls? Sometimes you have to kind of fold your ego up into a box if you're going to achieve what you're trying to achieve that will then allow your ego to come back out and just fly all over the place. Mike Florio here on The Fan. Do you know, for do you, do you have any knowledge – that Bill would work with Jerry or that Jerry would consider Bill? Do you know? I have, no, I have no knowledge whatsoever that that would happen. I do know that as folks in and around New England are trying to figure out what's going to happen, people of the organization are at least keeping an eye on the possibility. They don't know. They don't know if Bill – I mean, they don't know what Bill wants. They don't know what, what Jerry wants. All they know is that they're hoping that they can get themselves – I believe they're hoping they can get themselves something in return for Bill Belichick if they decide to move on. And look, as of last week, before they lost to the Chiefs, there really was a, a way the, the dominoes fall that Belichick stays. Because if you win out, you have a different vibe in New England. Maybe the fan base won't insist on change. I mean, so much of this is driven by the customers. And I think we're at the point where the customers are going to demand change. And they've got three games left, and I don't know what's going to happen down the stretch. But it feels like it's moving toward a divorce. And... We've seen crazy things unfold when we get to the end of seasons, and the way a season ends really hovers over a team 
and sometimes causes the team to make some pretty drastic decisions. And I think that, that it's fair to ask if the Cowboys once again lose in the wild card round or the divisional round, it's fair to ask, is Mike McCarthy taking us as far as he possibly can? And as it stands right now, I, look, when, whenever they have to play at San Francisco or at Philadelphia, it feels like it's going to be over. Although recent weeks have made me believe that maybe the Eagles would be vulnerable if the Cowboys would have to go back there. San Francisco, unless they lose three of their key players to injury, including Trent Williams, I don't see how you beat the 49ers. I don't see how anybody beats the 49ers, frankly, in the postseason. Give us a great holiday gift in case we're still looking. Well, coincidentally, I've got a book available on Amazon on our way home, $9.99 for the print edition. It is a Christmas story, and I've been selling it as a Christmas story, although after Christmas, I guess I have to come up with a different way to sell it if I want people to keep buying it. But I'll just tuck it away and bring it back next year for a holiday gift. All proceeds I get go to our local animal shelter, the Harrison County Humane Society, taking care of dogs and cats who have been rescued and waiting for their next home. The ebook's only $3.99. There is nothing you can find for $3.99. And for $9.99, you can get a bunch of copies of it. Now, my only concern is you may not get it before Christmas Day, but there are 12 days of Christmas. And I've been amazed by how many people that I've talked to recently that don't realize that Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas. January 6th, the Epiphany, is the 12th day of Christmas. So we're just getting started on the 25th. You can buy some gifts. You can give them out all through the Christmas season. $9.99, you can't find anything that cheap to give to somebody else and check the box. And it is actually a good book. I know I have a clear bias in saying that. It is a good book. If if you would ever read it, you would agree with me. I just think you'll never read it. <laughs> well, you just gave us a topical gift for the entire station and the rest of our show. Thank you, You're Mike welcome. Florio. Happy holidays. Bye. Wow. Mike Florio, Boomer Jack's Barn Grill Hotline. Let's react to that. And then Babe Laufenberg previews the Dolphins next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <coughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Just a major cough coming back. Oh, gosh. I'm good. What's going on? I just I took a bite of something, and then, like, as I was 
trying to to swallow it. Don't mark that. Uh, I it would it like went down the wrong pipe or whatever. You have now. a drink? <laughs> no. And Go we're get back one. Now. Go get some All water. Right, I'll be right back. Go ahead. Sean I'll take Sharif. another bite of this first. Sean, <laughs> Sean Sharif, Bobby Bell, Cowboys Insider in Choppy's chair. Uh, here, just want to thank the theatrics and uh, anything else cannot be duplicated uh, from the Chopster. Roberto delivers. We got Chris in for Pepe. Ryan has us live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube on this cloudy Thursday as we try to get you to the weekend as quickly as possible. I have to give a uh, lovely shout out to my wife, Amanda. It is her birthday, and I'm getting the text messages that the hole is being put. Is this what you deal with, Sean? This is what my wife deals with. She's gonna that that's gonna make her hate Bobby even more. <laughs> she does hate me, and it makes me sad. Gurgling, gargling during her birthday shout out, and uh, I just got the text message. The great Emerald Custom Pools is putting the hole in the ground. They're at the house right now. They've sent me the layout. And Emerald Custom Pools and Turf is uh, starting the pool project. So here we go. My in-ground kitchen is what I've been waiting for for the holidays. In the pool, it's going to be a kitchen and a smoker with the TV set up. Listen to this one percenter. Hear him, Chris, yeah. just flexing on everybody with his You're pool the one that kitchen. pays open bar tenders, open bars, $100 tips, and buying ping pong tables downstairs. Ooh, we are going to do that. I am. I did look into the cost of ping pong tables yesterday. So thanks to Kyle, Austin, they're working it up today. Emerald Custom Pools, if you take advantage of the winter rates for the spring and the summer, now is the time to do it. You can find it on all my social medias. And happy birthday, sweetheart. Okay. Let's react. Happy birthday, Amanda. <laughs> Let's react. <laughs> I get you said happy birthday. You got through that, and then I gargled over the emerald pools. Is what I did. By the way, all, don't do that. Don't do that either. It's I wasn't doing be, it on purpose. Better to do it over her birthday than emerald. Uh, wow. <laughs> she's not in the car yet. A bunch of Tolos, by the way, are sending me their total minutes listened to. Oh yeah, I just got that email too. Are you seeing this? Yep, I got. Well, I got an email this morning. All right, William just sent a total. For the fan, we should do a contest to where the top three highest totals get something cool from the station. 45,249 minutes from William Cutshaw. Dang. I don't know if that's going to be topped. I had uh, I had 297,000. No, 297 minutes. 297 minutes? Oh, I'm going to have less than that because... Uh, I'm listening in the car. Look what uh, they think I'll love. We also think you'll love Spits and Suds. Oh, my gosh. Spits and Suds got tied into it. Uh, Leland has top five status, 27,000 minutes. So shout out to Leland. My mother has texted me. Yo, mama. Uh, to try to go ahead and measure up. She said, see who your biggest listener is. My mother has 15,000 minutes. Dang. So I love you, Mom. I'll see you in just a couple of days. 27,000. That's 450 hours. So 15,000 for my mom. Let's see. Leland has 27,000, but no one right now is touching the top Tolo that I just gave you. 45,000 minutes from William Cutshaw. 45K? That's ridiculous. Yeah, because that's 750 hours. So we're talking about that's 31 days. That's a full month that you were listening of yes. your life. Love you. 
Love you. Drinks on me. And check. So what is this email that people can check? So it's like the Spotify wrapped. Uh, Odyssey's doing it. So if you have an Odyssey account and you uh, stream the Odyssey app, then it'll kick you back your minutes. And so I have a total of 297 minutes. And they think I'll also love Love of the Star, Spits and Studs. Spits and Suds. <laughs> Spits and Studs isn't bad. That's not a bad name for it, right? Your show name? Spits and Suds. And wow. then it, for some Spit, reason, no, wait, no, no, don't move past that. <laughs> Spits and Studs. Anyone that this kid gives grief to, Texas William, get that on a Magic Mike meme right now. Spits and Studs from Bobby Bell. Wow. <laughs> And then for some reason, it also suggested that I'd really like Sabres. I'd really like the Sabres hockey podcast from WGR 550 in Buffalo. Spits and studs. Justin Raimundo, 19,000 minutes putting in on the Odyssey app. So send them to me so I can repost them all. Thank you all for Tolo and that stands for Turn It On, Leave It On, and hopefully you've won some of the giveaways that we kick out here at the station. $393.11. For the ping pong table is what it looks like. Yeah, and I'm big dog here, one percent. I didn't buy it. You, yet. Even, you haven't even bought your kids gifts. You're more worried about a ping pong table than buying it for your for, for your daughters. Well, if I ever want to make it on spits and studs, I gotta <laughs> I gotta show off here. <laughs> they show off more than a ping pong table. Uh, Mike Florio just joined <laughs> us. ProFootballTalk.com. What did you make? How long is it, Chris? Oh gosh, on the, the clip. The clip. Whoa. Sean and stuff. 30 this, seconds here. This is Mike Florio suggesting Bill Belichick and maybe the Cowboys. One of the teams that loses in the playoffs is potentially going to say, you know what? We got everything we need. We just need a better coach. And there's a better coach available. Let's call the Patriots and let's get Bill Belichick, who seems to be on the way out. And maybe we'll have been fired by then. I don't know how this is going to end in New England. It feels like they want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want to get rid of him, but they want to get someone to trade for him. And I don't think that's going to be sustainable because Belichick won't go along with it. So he was kind of suggesting, he was trying to get to the possibility, if the Cowboys season ends in a terrible way, Mike McCarthy heat and all that stuff, he was trying to sit there and tie together Belichick and Jerry. Yeah, and here's the thing. I, I hate putting – I'm not going to put words in anybody's mouth, okay? But – Except spits and studs. Spits and studs, absolutely. Uh, I, I do think that, that in your mouth. Mike Mike is not just going to step up there and go, now listen, this is not a report. Nobody's told me this. But this would make sense. Like, like No, it wouldn't. He has to have some – It doesn't make sense from three different areas. That's what I'm saying. He, there's got to be at least some buzz he's heard. Even if he hasn't heard that directly, he has to have heard something through a rumor mill like, hey, this is just something people oh, yeah. wonder. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe he's heard something. He's protecting himself, and that, that and he's protecting whoever's talked to him, and, that, and that's completely fine. That's why he, he's not going to go out there because he doesn't want to blow up anybody's spot. But I do think that that's clearly something that has at least been yes. whispered around. No doubt. But it, it could never happen. Uh the Cowboys are not going to trade for a coach, I don't believe. Um, RJ would tell you that they don't pay out crazy salaries to a head coach. Belichick has commanded that. And the whole control factor. Were you were you, were you listening to Florio suggest that Bill Belichick would have the personnel self-awareness to say, you know what, I think you should do it, Will. I think you should do it, Steven. I, I don't know if I'm buying that. Yeah, I I don't think that he, he was throwing in the Parcells topping thing. 
which does make sense. Parcells made it work here. Maybe he could call Bill and ask really, truly, how was it? Bill, you know, has nice things to say about working here and Jerry, but. I mean, look, that's why I think that that line of thinking of if you're looking for someone to just push you over the top who's not going to come in here and demand that. Like, I think your coach is Harbaugh. I don't think your coach is Belichick. I think that's who you'd, who you'd want more. Belichick, like I've made the argument recently, like wait, my whole. my whole. Say that again. I think if what you're looking for is just somebody to put you over the top, bring in here, yeah. and not dictate too much, just literally I need somebody to push me over the top. That's why I've made the argument I think that's Harbaugh. That would just come in here, light a fire, be a push, but you wouldn't necessarily have to come in here and dictate everything the way you want it. Whereas Belichick, I've had the feeling the whole time, now maybe Florio's right, maybe Belichick's at a point of his career where he's like, I want to show that I can win elsewhere, and in order to do that, I may need to like make some concessions to make sure that happens quickly and show that I'm not just a you know, all Tom Brady type of thing, if he's got that ego need, then I would think that Belichick would, my, my thought this whole time has been Belichick would be like, I need to tear everything down and kind of build it back up the way I wanted to. But maybe he's not. Maybe he does have the feeling like I need the ego boost here to say that I can do this. So I'll be willing to make some concessions. What did you make of the compensation part? I mean, I personally would not want to give up I, I'm at a point now where I'm kind of like RJ Choppy, I think, where, and it's not just this chair, is that I wouldn't want to give up compensation for a coach of any amount. Like, I don't even want to give up wow. a day three pick for a coach. Just wow. because it's like... So coaching doesn't matter. No, I think coaching matters. I don't think coaching matters more than the players, though, themselves. Like, I need players, and I need capital, and I don't want to sacrifice any of it, especially with... But he was suggesting that they're not going to get what they want. In, in Belichick compensation. And so that they'd have to probably settle if they wanted anything. I, I mean, look, the interesting thing there, if you're if you're going to tell me about any sort of compensation or going to get in anybody, I'd rather get who we talked about earlier in that interview with Florida. Like, I'd rather go do that with Tomlin than I would Belichick. He I'd be al- more willing to make that, that concession there. He also kind of reversed Peter King's report. Peter King said toasty seat. Florida made it sound like Tomlin would want to leave. Yeah, but also made it sound like it is le- like it is coming to an end. Like Florio right there made it sound like, yeah, he expects that Tomlin's going to be done, which I still think is wild that this will come to an end. He has seemed really frustrated to your Tomlin. And I don't know about the Matt Canada thing. That makes sense that if he felt like, hey, you don't tell me what to do. But, I mean, he has at times this year just seemed kind of fed up with his own players and just kind of worn down by the whole thing. What are the Tolos saying? Interested? Not interested? What did you make of it? Just rumor? You know, tabloid-type headline stuff? Mike Florio, profootballtalk.com, dropping it. While you gather up some of those, gather up. <laughs> gather gather the text. Gather the text. Uh, P-Dub, 9,500 minutes. Michael, uh, total of 24,000 minutes toloing. 42,666 from Roy. Ooh, Luis the electrician just texted me. 39,804 for him. 40,568 from Justin. Eric Reese, Tolo from Pennsylvania, 27,600. Uh, Justin said mine could have been higher. I'm in Kansas, but I switched to tune in a couple of months ago. These are some pretty insane numbers. And I keep telling you to tweet. And put out there the podcast numbers. A lot, lot of people, a lot of people on the fan text are, are chiming. In. Yes, I know. I do need to put out the the podcast numbers. Uh, Which is what? What does it say? We're 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 crushing it. We're we're doing we're doing big numbers there. We're we're gonna set. It looks like we'll be setting records here on the morning show for for 
podcast listen. So we absolutely appreciate you guys. We're, we're ahead of last year's schedule. From Memo Garcia, 34,000 minutes. Top three listeners get invited to your first pool party. Ooh, an Emerald Custom Pools Tolo gathering for the top three. I'll have to prove that with the wife. Uh, <laughs> I, I've done it in the past. She'd be all for it as long as I'm not there. Yeah, that's right. Justin Rose, 68,233. And then we have uh, Richie. Uh, Richie Hovis sent his top 1% from IMFML, 61,178. Abel Lopez, Nate Wilson, Matt Cotto. Woo! Impressive. Not a lot of uh, support here for Bill Belichick on the truckrock.com fan text. Oh. Uh, 682, if Bill Belichick comes to Dallas, I'm effing done. Uh, let's see here. 972 wow. says, I don't want anything to do with Bill Belichick. 214 comes in, says uh, Bill Belichick is greater than Mike McCarthy, so he's in favor of that. Let's preview the Miami Dolphins with the Cowboys color analyst. Babe Laufenberg joins us next. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is now time for Cowboys color analyst Babe Laufenberg, brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. Sean Treef, Bobby Belt with Choppy out for the rest of the week. And Peyton's out too, so I guess that means no trivia. Good morning, Babe. It does not mean no trivia. Oh, yes. I mean, just because Peyton's out doesn't mean everything goes to hell. <laughs> But before we get to the trivia, may I wish your Amanda a happy birthday? And you may be the first person I know who bought a pool for his wife. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. What what a great point guard you are, throwing up lobs. Sponsor lobs and wife lobs. I love you. Well, let me just – indoor plumbing might have been nice. I would have done that ahead of the pool, but we'll deal with it. Yes, sir. Okay. Ready, fellas? Yes. We got Miami Dolphins, right, Sunday. When was – the last, excuse me, who was the last coach, head coach, to win a playoff game for the Miami Dolphins? Who was the last head coach to win a playoff game for the Miami Dolphins? Who we are going to go with Chan Dave Wanstat. Holy cow. Dave, I, he got it. Yes. He, wow. he got it. Very good. I was going to go. I, 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 I almost. Do you know I, I the year? Uh, ooh, let's see here. We're going to go with, oh, five. Uh, it was obviously 2000. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Shut the hell right. up, Chris. <laughs> I, I think it's just a spot. It wasn't necessarily Peyton's brain. I think it's a chair. It's that chair. In, for that sure. Chris is now in. Yeah, 2000. <laughs> Can you imagine, though? I mean, you think there's playoff utility here? <laughs> You've got to go back 23 years to have won a playoff game. Wow. Anyway. Look, we've asked right. you. we've asked you about a lot of bad tape. In some of these scrubs that the Cowboys destroyed, how fun is the Dolphins tape? Oh, yeah. They're and what's funny, guys, is and, and people think of them as a passing team, and they are. I mean, to he's had a great year, all that. Got to stop Tyreek Hill. Got to stop Jalen Waddle. They've run for more touchdowns than any team in the NFL. Wow. Uh, I mean, and and their average per rush. I mean, Mostert is averaging four nine. Uh, Devon Achen is crazy. I mean, he's averaging eight five a carry. <laughs> I mean, so the run numbers are even crazier than their passing numbers. But 
Yeah, no question. They're a handful, and they obviously can beat you throwing it, and they can beat you running it. Babe, what did you think about Tua uh, coming out? What do you think about him? What did you call him yesterday, Bobby? You called him a a rich man's Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, like he – there's off-brand guys. Like like I'm saying Tua's kind of like the left-handed, like, you know, really high-class Jimmy Garoppolo. I like that. High-class <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Kind of insulting, but like <laughs> – No, because he doesn't have the same flaws of the off-brand. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But it's just like, is it system? Are guys wide open? Is he – you know, he's accurate, but does he really have the arm? What, what do you make it, Tua? Um – does he have the huge arm? No, but the guy who probably is going to win the MVP this year doesn't have a big one either. Brock Purdy out in San Francisco. Right. So you, you don't need that cannon. Hey, they saw the cannon last week uh, against Buffalo with Josh Allen, and he threw it 15 times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I think Tua is is a very, very good quarterback. Um, I mean, I like him. You can see he's smart, knows how to deal with things, uh, handles himself well. Um, shoot, I, I guess he really announced himself. I always say guys kind of announce themselves. And I remember DeMarcus Ware announced himself. We really didn't know anything about him playing at Troy. We knew he was a first-round pick and all this. And this first preseason game, Cowboys go to Seattle. He plays about half the game. He has two sacks. He has a strip fumble. He has an interception. I mean, he just he like took over a preseason game, if you could do that, in a half a play. And you're like, wow. And Tua announced himself in that national championship game, right? Who gets substituted? Who gets taken out? Especially when you're Jalen Hurts, right? You get taken out of a national championship game at the half, and then the guy comes back. And I believe it was Devontae Smith, if I'm not mistaken, who he got the touchdown up the sideline for. But you talk about handling pressure or being put into a situation. Right then, you, you kind of said, this guy's a little bit. I'll be the first to tell you, he's a little better than I thought he would be as a pro. I think he's been better than I thought he would be. So, obviously, I misjudged that. But, uh, no, he's he's playing great. Seems to have a, you know, McDaniel. That seems to be a good relationship there. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're humming along on offense. They just can't beat a team with a winning record. Yeah. Do they remind <laughs> you of the Cowboys a lot? Not, not really. Not from that standpoint. But it is funny, the narrative. And I don't know if you saw uh, McDaniel's comment this week where – and you may have even talked about it, but uh, he said anybody that wants to start the narrative about can't beat a good team and this narrative and that narrative, he said, with all due respect, I would tell you to F off. <laughs> he said that yeah. to the media. <laughs> Babe, so, if the Bills ran it like that against the Cowboys, what could Miami do? And is there any possible fix for the Cowboys' run D? Uh, and, and what do you make of all this uh, toughness slash bullied talk versus personnel? Well, I think that's going to happen when anytime you get the ball run on you, right, it's, it's going to be toughness. That, that's just a fact. If, if they beat you in the passing game, you don't have the skill. But we all think run defense is just a matter of want to. And if I could get 11, 12 mans out of A&M, we'd stop the run. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a little more to that. Obviously, Hankins being out didn't help. Um, but it's funny. I have always looked at the Cowboys – since Van Der, Esch went, Van Der Esch went out, and I see 33, and I see 14. And I was like, why are teams not just saying, we're going to run it until you can stop us. You know, they, Deron Clark, Damone Clark, excuse me, he's just not a big physical linebacker. He's not that inside backer that you typically think of. And then they've got a safety in Marquise Bell playing linebacker. 
And, I mean, I, I don't know why teams haven't done it. Even Mike McCarthy from day one has said, basically, hey, I'd run the ball on him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that... And Buffalo did it. <clears throat> Buffalo did it. And, uh, you know, we'll see what Miami decides to do here. That, that's what Miami may do on the offensive side of the ball. For, from Dallas's perspective and what they do on offense, is this a, a get-right opportunity here? Is this a bounce-back game from, from Buffalo? Do you think there's some things they can take advantage of in the passing game? I, I don't know if it's necessarily a bounce-back. I mean, they can rush to pass Miami. They're, they're second in the NFL in sacks only to, I believe Baltimore. Wow. But they've got 48 sacks. So they're, they're going to get after the quarterback and they come from a variety of ways. I mean, a lot of teams, they have that big time pass rusher and they have another guy who's good. And then it drops off. They, they've got, they've got like five guys with six or more sacks. So they come at you different ways. I, I think it's going to be interesting. Remember Vic Fangio after the 2021 game, Denver, he was a head coach and he talked about after the, Denver beat Dallas at AT&T Stadium, shut them out for 56 minutes. Cowboys got a couple of late, you know, garbage touchdowns or whatever you want to call them. And he said, we have the blueprint. I've got the blueprint for how to beat Dallas. I'm surprised other teams haven't used it. Yeah. And, uh, McCarthy took exception to that, <laughs> uh, if you recall. And, and who wouldn't? Right. It was very unusual for a head coach to come out of a game. Usually you say, hey, you know, we, we, we did well. We had a good game plan. That's a great team on the other side. Fangio was beating his chest, and I will guarantee you, Vic Fangio now is the defensive coordinator at Miami, of course. I, I guarantee you this one's personal for McCarthy. Well, is Fangio yeah, going to – ask him tomorrow. Well, is he joining you tomorrow? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, how would you ask that? <laughs> I would say, is this personal? I would say mm, I like after it. the last game uh, that you played Fangio, yeah. he was in Denver, he said he had the blueprint, and – you, you scoffed at that. Matter of fact, he said that's good to hear him beating his own drum. McCarthy said that. Yes. Now, are you okay yeah. if we kind of tie your name to we'll it? We'll say Babe Laufenberg told us to ask you this. <laughs> no, I just. But it's it's a great question. Accurately. Yeah. You have to quote me accurately. That's yeah. the problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's Honestly, not the problem. We'll do it. We won't, we won't no, include no, your name. Like, hey, Babe Laufenberg said that you would knife uh, Vic Fangio if you got him in the tunnel by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, babe didn't say that. Yeah, but, but, babe, my follow-up to that is, does Fangio have a Buffalo blueprint to copy? What did they do? Because I was like, I haven't seen this much Dak hesitation in a long time. Are guys not getting open? Are they confusing him? What did what did Buffalo do? Yeah, I mean, there, there weren't a lot of guys running free. And, and you always look at it and say, gosh, if we had had this play, would that game have changed a little? And the second play of the game, Dak's got Brandon Cooks on a post. And, I always say, when you're throwing the ball 60 yards downfield, it, it's not a gimme. <laughs> so people are like, oh, he missed Brandon Cooks. It's like, well, the ball literally was in the air for 60 yards. And it's not like throwing a hook route or a hitch route or a smoke screen. But if they hit that, does does that change that game a little bit right off the bat? And, and it might have. Obviously, he didn't hit it, and then the thing went downhill from there. But as to what they did, I don't think there's a true blueprint. What's funny is teams are always going to do – what they do best and, and how they run their defense. Uh, if you're a shell team, you're not going to suddenly become a cover zero. We're going to go get blitz quarterback and get after him. And Buffalo did what they did. Buffalo was not a big blitz team. They played a lot of coverage and you know, it worked. 
Babe, you know, we're talking Babe Loffenberg here, Cowboys color analyst. When you look at what Vic Fangio's scheme did to Dak a couple of years ago in Denver, it was the uh, the man-match scheme. And that's something that a lot of people said, well, look, it's going to be hard to do exactly what Denver did because there's not a lot of teams that run the scheme the way that Fangio does that. Is he running something similar right now here in Miami? And, and are they having success with it? Because I know that's considered a pretty complex coverage scheme. Yeah, it, it, it's similar. Um and it's funny, when you look at defense, now there are a bunch of different variations, but there's three defenses you can play. <laughs> you can play zone, you can play man-to-man, and you can play, as you say, match-man, which basically becomes man as they enter your zone or on the release of the receivers, you know, however they go, if they're in a bunch formation or whatever. So there's not a lot you do other than that. And they, they did play all that match-man, and the Cowboys couldn't beat them. Now, here's the thing, too. Obviously, that was Kellen Moore. It's still a similar offense, but McCarthy may approach it a little bit differently. Not to say that he wasn't in the meeting room when they were putting in a game plan against Denver that year, but, you know, he, he may have some things that, uh, you know, he's got cooked up for Vic Fangio. And let me just tell you, if he tells you it's not personal, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody will say, yeah, I want to get after this guy. Of course. Uh, it's like the whole Belichick loves the Cowboys owner. They, I heard Florio talking, and they've got great. Nobody's ever going to say anything bad about the Cowboys owner. Yes, He's the most powerful man in football. Belichick previews every team like they're the seventy-two Dolphins. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. No, I remember when Saban. You guys, great. I don't know if you remember this press conference, but gosh, they were playing like McNeese State, and. One of the reporters there in the press conference during the week as they were preparing for, again, I'll say McNeese State. Hmm. It was someone like them. And uh, they said, hey, is this a good opportunity to see some of your backups play, get some of the twos in there? And Saban went off. Oh, so you've got us winning. You've already got us beating them. (laughs) Have you seen them? Have you seen them play? Have you seen their quarterback? (laughs) Like, yeah, we've seen them. We've seen them play, and you're going to win – Fifty. To, it's going to be fifty to nothing at the half. So my question is, are you going to get your backups in? <laughs> but so every coach, right? The other team is the other team is uh, the seventy-two Dolphins, or you go the, the other quarterback is Tom Brady. Right. They're all great. Fantastic. I understand that. Fantastic preview as always. We appreciate it. Have a great trip. Thank you. Get some sun. Okay. Happy holidays to you both. The great. Babe Laufenberg, brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores. The Dallas Mavericks, yeah, they lost last night, but they've already created a perfect holiday story. More evidence it could be falling apart in filthy. Final hour, Sean and Bobby next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 